Good morning, everybody. This is... <sighs> Good morning, everybody, from the Brain Jerk Studios. This is episode 31 of the Pillar Talk podcast. I'm here with Ron Benor, a.k.a. Rhino Benor. What's up, man? How are you? And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, hey. Uh, great to be here, although it's kind of uh, scary following Darren McCarty. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, I'm Ron Rhino Benor. Uh, I'm an attorney. Uh, primarily practicing out of Monroe County, but I do practice all over southeastern and middle Michigan and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you do? Yeah. And you, you said all your adult life you were, you were a fuck, you worked with the law, right? Yes. Uh, initially, at 18, uh, I joined the Army. Uh, I was in the Army for eight years as a military policeman and uh, went from that uh Got a degree in criminal justice and sociology while I was still in. I uh, got out and uh, started working for a judge as a bailiff and a magistrate in Monroe. Uh, Probably put me in jail. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, while I did that, uh, which was good experience, while I did that, I went to night school for law, uh, and then eventually passed the bar. And then practice as a defense attorney, prosecutor, and now a defense attorney again. So, oh, really? Yeah. So, pretty much my whole adult life, I've been involved in the criminal justice. You're system. on both sides. Yes. You've been both. You, you've been a prosecutor and a defense attorney. That's, yes. Yes. How was that? Um, you know, uh, being a defense attorney for ten years, then becoming a prosecutor, it's a little different, but it was uh, helpful because you kind of know. What they're going to come at you what with? What they're going to come at you with? Like a lot of a lot of prosecutors, pretty much, it's like a career thing. Like they started from when they got out of school, and that's all they did. So it, it definitely gave me a plus on that. Um, and then um, going back to the defense after doing both really gives me quite a oh gives you gives more me an gives edge. you more experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so is it like? So how is it changing? Like how different is it? What like is, is it a whole different way to go at it with being a prosecutor? Because you're working for the state with the prosecutor, right? You're correct. You're trying to yeah, and then right. the defenseman, you're, you're you're battling the state. So correct, correct. But, you know where where I found it was different. Uh, when you're on the prosecution, you actually have to prove something. So like you know, as as a criminal defense attorney. I technically don't have to ask any questions. I don't have to do anything. You just have to say, prove it. <laughs> right. Right. And uh, some cases, like, you know, people are like, oh, this is an open shut case. You're like, man, I don't know. This is pretty circumstantial. How do I prove this? You know, so, right. you know, beyond a reasonable doubt, it it is a pretty high standard. Um, and that is kind of different. You know, when you're like going, oh, I just don't get to sit back and ask two questions and yep. kind of try to throw this dude off right like, now, now like, oh, well, hey you know you were really uh, you know 150 feet away you weren't 10 feet away yeah <laughs> you know yeah, sit down. right yeah you know, oh my god that's that's cool how how does it go like it uh so the doesn't the prosecutor it doesn't do don't they start and the, and the defenseman right. just just sits there the defense just right yeah Pro prosecutor like gets to do uh you know, they're the first to go for an opening statement, and then, like, at the end of the case, when you do They closing, have to wrap they, it up. Yeah, they, they go first, defense, and then they get a little rebuttal. 
you know, they get the last, you know, because it's thing. the state, it's right. the state, you know. You know? So, <laughs> so you get that last thing, you yeah. know, and you get to go, hey, he's full of it. Stay, yeah. <laughs> you believe that shit? Yeah, you believe- yeah. That that was a nice story he just came up with, but really, do you buy? It? You know, that's kind yeah, of dude. I know the guy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was a defense attorney. This guy's a fucking schmuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you would rather work with the criminals? <laughs> Um, you know, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it, I, I tend to like, you know, doing defense work, you know, more, I, I will say that I find, cause I got, you know, I, I did the prosecution thing for eight years that, uh, it's, it's just different because as a prosecutor, like you have to talk to victims once in a while or something like that, but you don't really have a client. And, you know, in my case, I have a lot of clients. And so, of course, you know, some days a lot of people are trying to get a hold of you and you're stuck in court, stuff like that. So, I mean, that's 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 the only downside uh, of trying to keep in touch with everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Well, coming from I'm from the other other side where everybody (laughs) needs lawyers and and. Uh, I've had nothing but everybody hates their fucking lawyer because this motherfucker never answers his phone. I'm like, yeah, because he's doing the same shit for fucking John down the street. No, <laughs> and, and that's the problem, and I understand stand because it gets frustrating, you know, when you're trying to get a hold of somebody. But yeah, I mean, you know, part of the problem is I'm paying you a lot of fucking money, dude. <laughs> the problem is I, I'm in court a lot. You know, and then sometimes when you're done with that and at six o'clock, you just feel like, man, I need to call it a day. But, you know, that, that, that's the tough part is trying to keep in touch with all your Everybody, clients as yeah. much as they, they want to. Yeah, well, do you just like going to court? Is that just what you like doing? Um, I, I do. And then that's been kind of weird because we've been doing it online now. Oh, your Zoom, your Zoom rooming. Yeah, from Zoom. Like every once in a while, they've had us come into court, but smoking a joint with your feet up. (laughs) Bullshit, Your Honor. (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) But but yeah, it's it's like uh, I only did one trial on Zoom, and it wasn't a criminal trial. It had to deal with custody, and it's a real pain not having all the parties and people end up accidentally talking over each other because of the delay. Yeah, that's. That, that is annoying. So COVID did fucking shut it down. Did, did it ruin your, uh, did it slow down your process, like your, your business? Well, you know, and that was the scary thing because I just, God, what did I do? Opened up, went back in like October and November of 2019. So I was just starting to get busy. And then they went to, at, at the very beginning, they went to total lockdown um, to where no court was being had unless your client was in jail. So that meant they shut down everything else. All the other stuff with your other clients wasn't going on, which was really fun to explain to people why their things weren't going. There's still motherfuckers with no license plate on their car driving around. Oh, yeah. Say, waiting on the SOS. I'm like, well. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, that went to complete shutdown, which was weird because, like, we still had to go to court because they didn't have the whole video, the Zoom thing going. Right, right. And then once they did the Zoom, it, it kind of made it better. But it, it, it's been a whole learning process, too, because where normally 
you know, you're in the courthouse, you're sitting in a room with 20 other attorneys waiting for to talk to a prosecutor or another person or waiting for their case to get called. And from having that interaction, you can just be like, you know, oh, hey, we got this case or we got that, and you can help, you know, resolve it. Now everything seems reactionary. You're like, that case is up? You know, like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Because you're just not around people all the time. So, you know, trying to get a hold of people on the phone and all that instead of just stopping by their office at the courthouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jill's busy again. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what she does in the fucking house. Dude, dude, let's let's talk about your background. You sure. you were you were a veteran for eight year old. You're in the army for eight years. You were yep. you were a military police the whole time. Yep, I was uh, military police. I did like a, a variety of the stuff. Uh, so like, um, you ever my, body slam somebody? Oh yeah, yes. So um, my uh, <laughs> the first place, my first duty station I went to was uh, West Point. And, you know, I always have to explain. That's a badass place, ain't it? Well, okay, it's a very, it's probably the most beautiful Army post I've ever been on because it's right on the Hudson River, real historic location. Uh, That's like the area that Benedict Arnold was going to give up to the uh, British. And um, real beautiful place, but probably the worst job I ever had when (laughs) I was in the Army. I mean, you know, we'd average about 84 hours a week. Keep in mind, no overtime. Uh, Isn't that where all the smart people go? Well, yeah, but, like, <laughs> we I was just doing law enforcement there, basically. Oh, you were just in there yeah. fucking, you were slamming yeah. the nerds? Either that or working the gate or football games or, you know, we also did the burials because they have, a, you know, an old cemetery there, so any right. uh, former student can be buried there or whatever then i went to uh, korea which that was mostly like the uh it was kind of a mixture of combat support and you did some law enforcement because we were the only americans yeah. you know american law enforcement present there and then i did uh five years at fort bragg and so that was mostly for me that you know i spent some time in the 82nd so that was primarily our combat support mission and then uh, I did uh, finished up a few years working with military intelligence. Basically, I was just a glorified security guard at that point. Just a super you know, cool security guard. Yeah, you know, just uh, guarded their top secret facilities. You know, uh, you, there you, on base and out in the field and stuff. Like you that. see any top secrets? <laughs> you, you know, where's it, the it, aliens, dude? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was funny because, like, I was considering going and being like a, a CID agent. So while I was in the military intelligence, I actually applied and got a, a top secret. And I won't talk about about it, but uh, damn it! <laughs> but uh, you know, some of the stuff that's top secret, you can't believe that it's top secret because you're like, I thought everyone knew this. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Common sense is, is top secret now. They gave me one I already knew. <laughs> exactly. This is what I got the clearance for? Right. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I was like, I seen this on TV 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We see. <laughs> the Simpsons predicted this. If I could not, you know, I knew it was coming. Isn't that scary it how is. much they have predicted? Dude, though? I don't know. Uh, you know what? I, I just go with the flow. It's still a good show. <laughs> 
just it waiting. is crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Crossy the Clown to be real and just come at me like, hey, kid. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you went to, you graduated from uh, Monroe High School? Yeah. So did I. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. All right. Look at he that. He has, he didn't. He's, he's not cool like us. I'm a Jefferson Bear grad. Oh, oh well, okay. We used to fight. <laughs> we got in a big fight with the Jefferson in our in our wait no it was airport never mind fuck you guys I went to airport in middle yeah. school yeah well, fuck in middle school I got bullied by females well I mean I got punched in the gut one time by a girl in sixth grade <laughs> and folded me <laughs> was she big was she like a like a Bertha right in the spot where I saw her oh, oh. <laughs> so you were born and raised in Monroe yeah oh yeah, hell yeah dude that's awesome yeah. what, what year did you graduate. 89 that makes Ooh, me feel old yeah. wow dude i was born in <laughs> i was born in 93 bud right <laughs> you know yeah you were already in the army fucking body slamming people and i was <laughs> shitting still shitting green so you graduated went straight to the army right uh and you run your law firm out of uh Monroe? i saw you were in the yeah. you you did a uh, airborne school yeah yeah How it was, was that uh you know, the, the bad thing is when you explain it to people, they see, like, people, like, skydiving and all that, and they got those super cool shoots, you know, and they pull them down at the last minute, and they do that nice little cool mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, float. Yeah. Uh, being uh, in an airborne unit, you're carrying, like, hundreds of pounds of weight. Like, you know, you got your gear and all that other stuff. Uh it, it's more like if I jumped out this window, <laughs> that's kind of how the landing is. Oh, you know, unless you have like a super hot day and you, you get caught in a thermal, like an air pocket that raises you up, but it's, it hurts. Like, you know, I, I broke my leg jumping before and stuff like that. So it's, it's not a pleasant experience. So like people are all like, Oh, that looks cool. You do that thing. That's like, no, it's more like you plow in the dirt. And then there's that one guy with a dirt mark on his helmet running around in circles, like curly from every time, every time I see videos of guys doing that, that's what you see too. There's just thump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it is, it is not fun. Like, um, the last jump I had, uh, I landed on what's called an F- FLS, field landing strip, and it's what the planes land on. So imagine how hard, yeah. so it's like landing on a dirt road out here in the country, you know, it's like, it's, that's not fun. How, <laughs> many, how many jumps have you done? Uh, I only did 10, and I had two, I, I had two injuries in that, so I had a pretty bad record for it. Uh, and, and at least what, you know when to quit, right? You know? Yeah, like, dude, <laughs> but, but dude, get the fuck out of airborne school, bro. <laughs> you're, you're getting hurt too much. <laughs> but but what, go do uh, some squats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what 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 people don't understand about it though is like, I only had ten jumps, but I've probably been on a plane twenty five times getting ready to jump. You know, and, and, and that's a long process. It takes, like, a minimum of four hours before they even load you on the Dude, plane. they look really uncomfortable, too. They're, like, walking, like. It, it is it <laughs> is very uncomfortable. Well, yeah, I mean, especially if you got a rucksack because they pack that between your legs. So yeah, that's, they that's all like do. 75-pound It's like 14 <laughs> penguins jumping out of a plane, dude. Right. <laughs> But, but uh, yeah, like, you, you get on the plane and maybe there's too much wind or, you know, weather stuff. They just don't want to throw you out <laughs> throw you out and have you slam in the ground even harder dude that penguins reference was great that was that's, that's, that's I, what they I look like i pictured it afterwards that, that's <laughs> kind of how you do. look man it's <laughs> yeah. kind of how you look like that dude's not landing bro he can't even walk <laughs> you know 
That's so it's over 100 pounds of fucking shit on you? Oh, hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah. dude, I'd crumble. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen, like, you know, you feel bad, like, some of the infantry guys, like, you know, like, tow gunners or whatever, or some guys with, like, missiles and crap, and they have all this stuff on them, and you're going, like, how's he even supposed to fed out the plane, you know? <laughs> He's got a saw on him. Yeah. <laughs> Not on top of the 100 pounds. Yeah. He's two, got two people are supposed to carry that, buddy. <laughs> He's got a whole table saw just... <laughs> With the sawhorses and everything. <laughs> I was talking about a machine gun. I'm retarded. I'm <laughs> retarded. But probably the worst thing I ever saw is uh, one of the infantry guys uh, for the uh, mortars. He was carrying the mortar base plate. So it's like this big metal circle that they put the mortar on and that thing weighs like 75 pounds and he had it strapped to this rucksack and i'm going like <laughs> i'm like who hated this guy man yeah. i'm like that these are fun. fucked dude he he did bad in basic training <laughs> you think it would be better on your back well what what they do is you pull these straps and then it's like on this uh cord in a little fall and Okay. Yank you sideways before you hit it to the ground. Like you drop it like before a it goes to the ground. Strap that comes around. <laughs> sort your of. And hooks yeah. On it. Yeah. Okay. Sort of like that. Oh, you just. Oh, you drop that little the the nut sack off. You just, yeah. 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 You air you air you air drop the fucking the penguin thing. It makes it like a penguin. That's yep. sweet, dude. Probably about seventy five feet up or so you just pop that and how do you know do you got a fucking pair of glasses on it's like you're approximately 75 feet above the ground drop it google duh yeah a, a lot of guests how far am i in there yeah. <laughs> well see and, and and that's the uh that's the messed up thing too so like um in when you go to airborne school uh all the jumps are at 1250 feet and then uh when you get to uh fort bragg so, like, when I was in the 82nd, we did all our training jumps at 800 feet because you actually jump at 500. You know, that, that's what a combat jumps at is 500 feet. And then, like, if you're in the uh, 18th Airborne Corps, you jump at 1,000 feet. They give you a little bit more for, for training jumps. 500 feet seems scary in my mind. Well, so here, here, here's where the story goes with that. So, like, like uh the one thing I know, like, when they jumped in Grenada, the Rangers came up with the idea. They're like, man, we could save a lot of weight because uh, I think it weighs 35 pounds, your reserve chute. At 500 feet, you don't have time to, <laughs> to pull, it pull, a, pull a reserve chute. <laughs> so they were like, hey, we're going to not wear the reserve and save weight. Well, the problem was their rucksacks, their backpacks, when they jumped out the plane, came up, and there was nothing keeping it from coming up, mm. and they broke their noses jumping out just so, 10 people to do yeah so, so so they make you do that so you wear that so there was one time i'm on what's called a fun jump they do it on a weekend and you know you can just sign up to to go and jump and uh we were the last group to go and uh the jump master comes out and he's like all right we got a problem we only have enough fuel to go uh a 500 foot jump but you all have to agree to it because you know, you know I mean that's it's got to be unanimous, right? So okay, you got to pull the shoot you're, as you're soon as you You're in the jump. army. You've been waiting all day. You, you're walking around like a penguin, you know, with these giant mm -hmm. balls here, and someone tells you that. So you're looking around. You're like, man, I'm not going to be the guy that 
Right. Yeah, I'm not going to puss out. Yeah. yeah, these other hundred guys that, nah, I'm not going to agree to this. Each one of you is supposed to be the toughest one there. Right. Yeah. So a 500-foot drop is not a lot. It's like you just get out, you go, huh, and then bam, <laughs> you're on the ground. You got to pull it right away. Uh, it pulls for you when you okay. come out, like you, yeah, you latch up to a anchor line cable and it'll pull for you and you hope to God you didn't stick your arm over it, oh. you know? So. Oh, ouch, dude. I would, see, I, I that's, wouldn't that's do that. That's my biggest fear is jumping out of a plane. I'm going to do it eventually just because mm-hmm. I like to kill the fear. But Right. Oh man. And, and I'm horrific with heights, man. Yeah, like I, I hate heights. Ladders petrify me the, oh, whole, yeah. the whole time i'm on the ladder i'm shaking and go oh man this sucks yeah <laughs> i can't climb the ladder no more so i don't care yeah you yeah. can hold it for me <laughs> yeah yeah true i'll be a good base <laughs> true story anytime i did a uh like a confidence course or an obstacle course i would literally have tears coming out in my eyes but the funny thing was no one made fun of me because i was actually doing it mm-hmm. but like oh man you're climbing these like ladders that you're actually having to jump up for the rungs and all that and you're up oh. there and i'm just like you know because yeah. i just hate heights i can get up coming right. down is oh, a coming down story like yeah. i can climb any tree you want me to right but I might get stuck up there. You might have to rescue me. <laughs> Call the fire department. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't get up there. I'm way too big to be up on. I make a big splat if I if I fell down. I, I did a belly flopper right now, dude. You'd shake your house. I'd shake your house. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You guys be like, dude, what happened? I'd fall through the fucking floor, probably. Dude, you you you're wearing a iron coffins uh, shirt. Tell me a little yes. bit about that. Uh. Yep, I'm a um, member of the Iron Coffins um, Motorcycle Club. Um, you know, we're uh, through several states east of the Mississippi, um, and that's been something I've been involved with uh, coming up on pretty close to two years. So, you know, it's uh, you get out of the uh, military and you kind of miss, you know, something that's a little bit more than yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, type a of team. So, yeah, team, yeah. brotherhood, you know, that kind of stuff. So, Pretty cool. What Are you in the, the one in Monroe? Yeah, I'm yep. in uh, the Monroe chapter. My uncle used to be in, in that one. I don't know. He don't have a bike no more. But what kind of bike you drive? Oh, God. All right, so I've got, uh, I've got a uh, Softail Slim that I uh, did a bunch of work on. Uh, I've got a, uh, 2011 ultra limited. That's like a big touring bike. Yep. I've got a 17, uh, street glide and I'm in the process of, uh, doing a, uh, 1971 triumph chopper. Ooh. You know, so I, I, I got the, uh, engine where we were born very close in date and I got the engine. I got it disassembled, gonna reassemble it, ordered the frame, Ordered the uh, Sugar Bear, you know, front end, yeah. big ass long thing, you yeah. know. So I'm doing an old school thing, and uh, oh yeah, and so uh, kind of one of those deals. Uh, uh, COVID kind of got me working on bikes a lot yeah. more than yeah. I used to in the past. I'm, I'm a biker too. I used to, well, I I crashed a fucking uh, 2009 Fat Bob, real nice. I, I wrecked the fuck out of it, dude. Slammed into the back of a van. Yeah, I blew up. Uh, the bike blew up and everything while I was riding the bu- it. So. The bike actually exploded. Oh yeah. Uh, no the the gas tank smashed my knee 
it Ooh. opened the gas tank. Oh, and that, uh, okay. And I caught on fire, and my 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 buddy pulled me out. Oh, he was man. stuck under the van yeah. and everything. Yeah. It was a good time, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. wear a helmet when you ride. Well, <laughs> I, I I took a I took a tumble last year uh, in August, and uh, seventy five mile an hour. Uh, on the expressway, supermaned off that damn thing. And, uh, what happened? Well, okay, what had happened was, <laughs> all right, so this this was kind of like, this is definitely my fault. I'm not going to say kind of. So I, I'll say that I was doing a, a bit of drinking on that particular day. But uh, I was on 75 before they were doing all the construction on the southern portion there, and I was just getting ready to, you know, turn off to – uh, the exit that I live. So I can't come from the left lane, start crossing the middle, and I hit this pothole. That next thing you know, I'm on the rumble strip. Oh. That rumble strip just took me down. On 75? That, yeah. Uh, or, uh. yeah, 75 near, uh, near, near a little bit past South Otter Creek going south. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yep. That, that's shitty yeah. right there. Yep. Yeah. And uh, just, just, flew off and superman and probably the only thing that saved my head is because my arm was out like that when i hit that's what saved me that's what the the only reason why my head didn't bust open was because i broke my shoulder all the way with the with me coming down yeah on it so yeah my doctor's like dude you crashed perfect and i was like bro I never learned how to crash. <laughs> it's just You're I natural. Yeah, it's just that I seen something. I said, "Oh fuck!" and I slammed all my brakes, and I just it just went, whoosh, you know. Whoa. And I knew I didn't have a helmet on, so I put my hand down. But they they told me the impact of me breaking my shoulder with my head. They said if it would have ripped, if my arm would have, or like like anywhere would have mm-hmm. caught on a rock or something. They said right. it would have it would have been a clean amputation, and they could have just plugged it back in because it, it ripped my labrum all the way. Oh, it just yeah, man. They said it could have just ripped right off, and they could have just sewed it right back on yeah, like nothing I, happened. I, I lucked out the. Uh, I I didn't hurt my rotator cuff from the accident. My rotator cuff got weakened from the inability. To move to move yep and i had to go to you know some physical therapy for that but i mean the the part that freaked me out was flying off a bike like that and then actually being able to stand up yeah oh yeah the, like, i wasn't I stood up and i was like holy shit yeah what happened you just got a little bit of you can't breathe you know yeah. i woke up like five days later they told me i was never gonna walk again either yeah and and but I but I swear by physical therapy I can do I can walk I can move my shoulder I, I can, always bring this up he climbed a mountain with me earlier this year yeah holy shit yeah. not not uh, not, not like, huge not like mountain climbing rock climbing right we we climbed a mountain together yeah, like yeah. a big a big a big a big hill <laughs> in Arizona yep and now so I'm, now I'm trying to remember because I've listened to other shows did you have to like learn to talk again and stuff like I that, had or? to okay I came back and. I would say one word sentences mm-hmm. and I had to learn, I had to learn how to breathe again without, I don't know. Uh, I had to learn to breathe without thinking about it. You know, right. I had to, so like I would just be sitting there and trying to talk and I'm trying to think of words to say, but I'm not breathing. 
Right. Because it, it was a lot to take the words to say. So, but it just like, it was like when I stopped being so heavily on drugs, I could talk again. So I kind of like oh, started. Oh, drugs were kind of yeah, circuiting. I think they were trying to make me fucking my brain and nerves and shit not work because there was a lot of shit wrong. I got 39% of my body was third degree burns. Right. I got my, my handlebars ripped through my stomach and I cracked my head and. They had to drill a hole in the in the head to let the pressure out. It was so I didn't break my head open or nothing like that. So right. closed head injury, I guess, and yeah. a lot of residual scarring and blood and shit like that. All that bullshit. Damn. You know. But I, I still know my name. Yeah. But I had to teach myself how to how to breathe, talk, and then eventually how to walk. But uh learn how to walk again was, was a fucking was a doozy. Yeah, I could have yep. I mean you watch, you know, kids do it, and they're a lot closer to the ground. <laughs> you know, it's... I'm glad we learned it then. Right. Yeah, but I swear by I swear by physical therapy. I swear by that. I'll, I'll say that to the day I die. Yeah. It, it got my shoulder moving. It got a lot of a lot of stuff. My physical therapist came in my room. And he said, "What's going on?" And the doctor just left my room. Said, "You're probably not going to walk again. You're going to have to be wheelchair bound." Mm-hmm. And he came in my room and said, "What do you want to do?" I said, "I want to walk." I want to stand up today. Sure. So I stood up within within a month. I stood up and started walking, but right. my nerves for my burns grew back. And then it set me down for another two months. Ooh. And then I had to relearn how to do it. Because those nerves, dude, when I'd stand up, the blood would rush to my legs because mm-hmm. I'm not on my legs. And it felt like fire. And I'd just scream. And, you know, I don't want to wake up all these old ladies and right. screaming and shit. They had the they they gave me a special uh, time. It was just me in the physical therapy room in a whole nursing home, like wow. a five story nursing home. It was just me in there. They every day they had to clear it out just for me because I was in there fucking cussing. You know all these nuns over here and shit like that. I'm like you motherfucker. I'm gonna fuck you throwing shit and stuff. You know, I'm a kid. I'm 27 years old, man. <laughs> it was it was terrible. Getting scrubbed down, burns and shit. Oh down. yeah. Man, I, I saw that we had a, uh, when I was at Bragg, there was a, um, a, a jet fighter uh, ran into the back of a C-141 when all their soldiers were loading up for a jump. And jet fuel, oh, watching them scrub somebody. I mean, you know, it. In the closest I came was having road rash, you know, scrubbed. But, you know, you watch that and you're just like, oh, and like you're saying, you know. You, Raw meat. Yeah, the. You know, you see those people, the nerves are exposed, and so they're yep. dealing with the tightness of the skin. And, yep. oh, oh, my you know, God. Just, I, couldn't was, I didn't have no, I didn't have no uh, skin grafts. Uh, we, I had no infections, nothing like that. So, I mean, we kept up on it, but yeah. I fucking, I was a bitch. I was mad the whole time. <laughs> so, I thought it was legal torture. They could sit there and fucking do this. This shit to me, and and they just they're okay with it. Right. These motherfuckers. This nurse, I just asked her. She never fucking dealt with a burn wound. Why is she here? You know. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. It's the fuck? Turn. What do you mean? It's her turn in the yeah. barrel. It was because I had a traumatic. I anybody that's new. Yeah, I I had a traumatic brain injury, so I was in a TBI unit. Right. I wasn't in a fucking burn unit assholes I, that's all i gotta say <laughs> but i i did learn how to walk 
talk and fucking I can do everything I did before the accident, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I went to a TBI unit. It's just fucking I got burnt and TBI. I can't just Damn. one day in one, one day in the other because I wouldn't. I don't like in the ambulance either because it's so little. Right. I'm I'm a monster, dude. They they they, <laughs> they can barely fit me in that bitch. My feet right. are touching the the door, you know. Fucking nope, no way. And I don't take no drugs, no uh, prescription drugs. Uh, I take sleep meds, but uh, Darren McCarty solved that. I'm gonna try to yeah try to do that. I got a couple more sleep meds, uh, probably that I'm gonna try, and then I'm gonna go right to CBN or Rick Simpson oil. I might just get fucking wasted. Go to sleep. Now the the, I don't know, but I, CBN. I guess he was saying it just you know it'll help you sleep. It just it's doesn't the, knock you out. Or he said like it's that. the. There's different levels. Oh, okay. He was, he was it saying. lays the bear down yeah. and it puts the bear to sleep. Yeah. That's gotcha. what he said. Gotcha. Direct, direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> it makes the bear. Oh, I'm fucking. I'm right. Trying to fucking. I need to feel comfy, you know, and then, right. then it puts the bear to sleep. Hmm. So. Now, now, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give that a look because I mean it's like it's, it, it it's amazing and I know he was talking about this about how much more is coming out about yeah. that subject because it's being more opened it's being more studied it's being, being studied more, in fucking right. high class colleges dude right uh, somebody from uh, Monroe went to Colorado to study uh, cannabis mm -hmm. and uh, the, like uh, I hear they I just hear I'm not there you know. They grow one seed and just make a perfect bud. And, and like, some of them are testing, like, 50% THC just from a bud. Yeah. That's, like they're, that's but they're scientists, you know. They're right. Perfect light, perfect blue light, moonlight, everything like that. So they're, they're and then they're, they're hybriding, they're hybriding, hybriding some fucking seeds together. They're right. fucking, they're doing a lot of good shit. They're, I, I know uh, uh, one of the people I worked with went, Back when I was in the prosecutor's office, uh, they were on the uh, Michigan medical marijuana legal thing, whatever. And uh, as part of that, they went out to this facility in, in Colorado, and she was just talking about, like, when you went from one section to another, like, you're going to a decontamination room and putting on the white suit and all right. that. Like, because they didn't want any, like, cross-pollination. I mean, they were that, like, hardcore. You're going through, you know, she was going through airlocks and changing, it's you know. It's finally outfits. able to be studied like that. Right. There's, there's, uh, the, the reason why I knew that bees, uh, will, will take THC and they put it in their honey, their mm -hmm. honey, like, the, their whatever their gland is that they do yeah. that. So they regurgitate the honey, the pollen, and the, the spit makes the honey. You yeah. Know? But they have THC in it. They make their own weed, and there's, or they make their own cannabis honey. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I know about that is the school studies it and has forced only the, there, there's flowers and a like flowers and weed plants in right. a greenhouse setting, but it's like closed off to the world so they can always have a bud cycle. Right, and they want to test and see how much the bees get on the fucking plants and stuff like that. They still haven't found a way because a bee is going to, it smells plant. It just right. wants to go up there and rub mm -hmm. it, rub Flowers. it in there. Right. Yeah. So, but they plant like, uh, flowers, cannabis, flowers, cannabis, and then the bees make it, but they can't test the potency of how 
if they yeah. show, they can't test how potent it's going to be because a right. bee might fucking sit on the pot plant all day and just be straight THC. Right. You know, so. God. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, here, let's put some honey in your yep. tea. And next they, thing you know, yeah, they got they got <laughs> jars and shit. They, they test it and stuff like that. They can't find a way to hone the. Right. You know, shut certain tubes off so they can't come in here. No, they just don't care. Right. Like, uh, my buddy was growing outdoors, and he had a fucking uh, bumblebee in his weed plant for, like, seven hours. I, <laughs> I I feel like, and it just, like, was in a bud, and the buds were crystallized and shit, and the motherfucker was just laying there. I was like, is he dead? And I went up there and touched his ass, and the motherfucker moved and shit. I was like, oh, he's just fucked up, dude. He flew he's, away. He's like, man, why did you do that? <laughs> what what I what I eat, dude. This is the best day ever. Yeah, and 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 that's how I learned. It's just it, all the other bees are yeah. back of the hive going. This guy, yeah. yeah. Of course, Daryl. Fucking Daryl. Daryl's out getting fucked up again. Hasn't came back in fucking he went six to hours. Plan. Yeah. Daryl's just like, what's up? <laughs> I found a good flower, dude. Making himself clean. Yep. <laughs> but that's what they do. They 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 have a separate stomach for fucking they make, what, pollinate bees you know? in the Amazon. They they make psychedelic honey. Oh my god! Bees in the Amazon, the ones that go up on like ridges of mountains, yeah. and they have those ones. Yeah. They get they get their pollen from the Damiana flower. The and, and more, they make their own like. And then the motherfuckers eat the fucking honeycomb and just trip out in the fucking oh, tribes out there going insane. No wonder these motherfuckers can yeah, climb you trees. Climb a rock wall in order to get it usually. And these motherfuckers just do climb. Do, do they wait till they get back down before they eat the comb? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they wait. They put it in little sacks and then. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say that might not be a good idea to eat that. On the <laughs> I wonder how quick that activates. Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of weird things nature does. The Amazon, we we barely even explored any of that. The Amazon, there's shit in there that there's. Uh, the Amazon, there's a giant fucking city that's under the fucking jungle where where white people came through and let let their, their diseases, like the smallpox and shit, right. ruined them. But they had, the, there's some shit called Black Earth. And it's like the perfect concoction of, of uh, compost that you can grow anything in it anytime. And the Black Earth came from that civilization. So back in whenever the fuck they were there, they had, because in the jungle you can't grow nothing, but they had little plots of, of like, a plotted off shit with seven inches of this black earth, and, and they sell the black earth now. It's it's warm. It can be cold, and it's fucking steaming, you know? It's huh. like a fucking, can grow anything anywhere. I don't know. I, some, some of that stuff from, like, uh, in Illinois, there's this place called the Cahogan Mounds, and it was this... Uh, pre-native people culture and like it would be at the same time there were mayans but they were up in north america right and uh they have these giant giant uh not quite a mountain you know hills mounds and uh you're like okay how did they build this without any construction equipment like you know because you're like looking at and going okay if you were just using you know like i'm assuming they probably had slave labor 
Uh, yeah, but even that's something, not enough. But, right. You know, and you're like, on. I mean, like, how many people did you have do this? Because, like, I mean, the stuff's really tall, and and there was, like, a whole purpose. You know, they, they did sacrifices and all that. That's why it was, like, very similar to the Mayans, yeah, but, like, they, North America. Yeah, yeah but you got to think, like, even without slave labor, what are they going to fucking do? And oh, they yeah. still had a day like we did. Right. You know, we just sit on our phones in our free time. These motherfuckers are like, I'm, I'm fucking building sweet ass tower <laughs> you know <laughs> grab yeah. some mud dude yeah. come over here i'm gonna see hey, something yeah. i got a plan okay? <laughs> are you in or not it's gonna take about oh, 20 yeah. years yeah sure. it's good it's I'll be, yeah, yeah, yeah. your kids are gonna grow up wants to do it. yeah your kids are gonna grow up building this and we're gonna die but tear up knows how to build a good wall his, his concrete's pretty good uh, yeah he's got mud over in his house uh, let's, let's get that but that a lot of that is uh they're trying to implement that right now they uh green or green roofing it's uh they put up literally a root uh, right. uh plants on the roof like i endorse that uh, Michigan State. I went to Michigan State, and they fucking had it. I was in a class, and the that just just over that class was cut off of all the uh, heat, all the air conditioning, and everything. In the summer, it was warm, and in the winter, or wait, in the summer it was cold, and in the winter it was warm hmm. because they have. I think it was about a foot of dirt on right. this this little roof and then the sun would uh, the roots it, collect, and the, it collects yeah it, yeah and, the, and then it would just and then it would keep it cool because all the sunlight's getting fucking absorbed right and then nothing's absorbing it in the uh winter all it's coming in yeah. so it's it, it's the perfect little thing they're trying to do that across i think they're trying to do it across lansing like like in the city and shit like that they're trying to make the human footprint smaller mm-hmm well, I endorse that for sure. I I would like to I would like to have a fucking grass roof, not a grass roof, but you you can you fucking you can plot yeah, in perfect perfect condition. I mean, our our fall Michigan is great right. for fucking fruit and, and budding and all that shit, vegetables, everything. My mom just yeah, made a garden the only salad. Thing I'd probably hate us having to mow my roof. You know, it'd be like, damn, man. I gotta go weed the roof. I'm gonna be right back. <laughs> That's all he does is weed the fucking roof. I don't know. He used to cuddle me. Now all he does is weed the roof. Now instead our of our heating bill has never been lower. <laughs> now, now instead of waving at your neighbor while you're cutting grass and he's cutting grass, you're just on the roof picking weeds. You're like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you, Daryl. Use yeah. a lot. Use a lot of Daryls today. I know. It's just in my head for some reason. Uh, Danielle says it's moss. It insulates your house from the roof. Moss? Yeah. Okay. I would love to have a mossy shower. You know, floor shower. Dude, I would like to floor. have that oh, as that my floor. Because you ever feel that shit with your feet? Like a really nice grown yeah. fucking moss? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I could sleep on that. Except I wonder, would that be like really slippery? or some? You'd you know have what? to get the right moss. <laughs> It's not, yeah, because if it got if it got misty, you're right. A moss expert. You gotta get a moss expert. You you tell him I don't want the slippery kind. I want the spongy kind. You know, so it's comfy on your feet and a little bit of those little danglies that don't hurt. You know, I know the Traverse City moss. Yeah. 
Anything I like sand. I like sand on my feet. I like cold sand. Yeah, I wouldn't want that in my shower. Fuck no. That would suck. <laughs> I can never get my feet clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sand in my finger toenails yeah, all dude. the time. You slip in the shower, you got sand in your ass crack. That's not that's not cool. Who slips in the sand? You, you never know, bro. Uh, you never know. You might be running, yeah. reenacting Baywatch or something. Yeah, dude, you titties jingling <laughs> and shit like that. <laughs> I was having a bad visual there. Getting one of those little buoys. Hey, Grandma Goik in the Grandma Goik costume running oh, down the yeah. beach. Yeah, that's cool. Dude, Thomas, I, I almost got Thomas. Yeah. I, Showed up my belly, and he was like, "No, you didn't." And <laughs> He's gonna get Goik tattooed on his belly. Some girl's last name I don't even know. I'm gonna meet her and tell her I have her last name tattooed on my belly. <laughs> is, is that when I'm gonna get that phone call? Like, I don't know why I just got served with a restraining <laughs> Hey, you know how I talked to you on that podcast? Yeah, I, I need you. I you need you're job. still a defense lawyer, right? <laughs> You want to pull me out of this, bud? I don't know why she's so mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking joke, dude. Can, can can we tell the judge it was a joke and we'll be good? We'll be done with it. They have to prove it, right? They have to prove I was. I was yeah. <laughs> you told me in the podcast. I swear to God. I'm just going to say, for the record, that's probably not a good idea. But, but uh, uh, I'm getting her name tattooed on me. How, how did this start? Oh, wait, Dude, honestly, honestly, it all started with a little tab of acid. Wait, where did we go? Was, I mean, what event was it? Halloween, right? Yeah, Halloween. It was a Halloween party. And 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 I was tripping on a fucking beach in the middle of no. I don't even know where I was. I was just on an island. In, in, in fucking Michigan somewhere. There was a DJ out there. It was like an yeah. island, almost like uh, what uh, you would picture. Island like bash. Electric forest, but it was just a little thing in okay. a, on an yeah. island. Just like fucking so, 50 people. So you people were actually there. really on an island. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I just, all right. No, but sure then I. Then, see how, yeah. how much of a trip you were for. <laughs> I was tripping. Yeah. I was tripping, and uh, once, you know, everybody, we just got a lot uh, together. It, you know, party's over, and we were talking, and. This Get girl to go back to the mainland. Yeah, their friend, their friend is last name Goik, and they call her Goik. And she left the cooler full of fucking sandwiches after we've been partying all night. Right. So like, I started eating this sandwich, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, I can't believe she did this!" And they they kept saying Goik, and I was like, like "Who, who the fuck's who, a Goik?" Who left these? Whose co- cooler is this? Oh, Goiks. It was Goiks. <laughs> oh, it was Goiks. And he's like, "Who the f- what the fuck is a Goik?" <laughs> I, I didn't know. And, and, <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I just didn't know what that fucking was, and they started laughing so hard, and I was like, dude, what's a fucking Goik? For real, if you guys don't tell me, I'm going to get mad. Goik's Goik's brother was there, and he fell to the floor. Yeah. He fell to the floor laughing. Yeah, and then they they said that, and I was like, Goik? And they spelled it for me, and it's four letters. My last name is Rupp. It's four letters. I got my, my name tattooed across my belly. I said, I'll put Goik smaller under it. Don't fucking do that, you know. I'm gonna every time I go to the island, I'm gonna be a grandma. 
I would what, be Grandma Goik. Her, her brother said what? He if said you did that. What? He said if you tattoo Goik on your stomach and and like that, like you were you were saying, I will fucking not be alive. <laughs> he didn't say like I'd be dead. He said I will not be alive. <laughs> and then. And then, and then I seen him at the gas station. I lifted up my shirt, and uh, I lifted up my shirt. And he thought I, he said he said no, and he was laughing at his fucking. And uh, actually, my tattoo artist is uh, open next week too, so I'm gonna fucking probably get that then. Oh man, the poor poor person's gonna be like, what the fuck's a goik? Yeah, what the fuck's a goik? He he, you know what? Tattoo a goik, draw something up. He's never officially met goik. <laughs> Never met her. I'm gonna meet her and be her grandmother. I mean, just off the sandwiches alone. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I fucking fine. respect you. You yeah. you were a god that night. Yeah. yeah. Praise I, the goy gods. I, I can I can see the uh, reason. You know, you're stalking at this point. Uh, yeah, stalking. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess you could kind of fucking you could kind of say that. You know, but uh, I think it's gonna be funny. And her stepbrother thinks it's gonna be the funniest thing ever that I'm gonna meet her. With her name on my stomach, right? And be like, "Look, dude. she'll think it's funny." I think, yeah. I, She's if she funny. don't, then it, everybody else around her is gonna be fucking dying. Right? <laughs> I don't care. It's for the joke. It's always for the well, joke now, with me. Now it's a character because he he lived in that nursing home, so he he ate the souls of all these these grandmas, <laughs> you know. So now he is Grandma Goit. Yeah, I, with their powers combined, he is <laughs> Grandma Goy. Yeah, dude. I, I, uh, oh Lord, because I was learning how to walk, and right. all they known me, all these old ladies knew me as the dude screaming down the hallway, getting wound change. So when I started walking, they were like, "Oh, you're the motorcycle guy," and I just get fucking snacks and snacks, and <laughs> dude, I had like fucking thirty grandmas, dude. Fucking no, nobody's grandma was safe. The nuns are fucking awesome. They're up there fucking gambling pennies and quarters and shit while they're watching the fucking football games and shit, talking shit. She better shut up, Betty. You better, you know, talking shit. Hated me because I was a Michigan fan and uh, them and Notre Dame were playing or something. Oh. They, were, they were just talking shit the whole time. I loved it. I loved it there. I'll go back right now. Give me another van to crash into. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure we could make arrangements. Yeah, there's it's a lot of like vans. The Goik tattoo. I don't necessarily yeah. think that's the best tattoo. <laughs> yeah. says, I would advise it. But I also that. have ten. I have ten on my face, so it's not like you know. It's like you know, this guy probably would have a Goik tattoo. I, right. I. I mean, yeah. I. I don't think you know if you're doing the job application thing, you're gonna have to worry about a Goik tattoo. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So They're not gonna see that. You're kind, you're kind of out there, like, hi, I've got tattoos. Okay. Uh, I have two last names in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> it's gonna be funny because every time I'm partying now. Every party setting, I'm Grandma Goyk. He's got a moo moo and everything. I got a fucking I, a nightgown. Okay, we were in Arizona and tripping in Arizona, and he was wearing his moo moo. Okay, he had a fifteen to twenty minute conversation with one of the neighbors who was watering their lawns in a rich neighborhood, real rich in neighborhood. Moo moo, <laughs> tripping balls, <laughs> tripping balls, dude. I was out there, dude. I found out that Arizona has two bud cycles. They, this year, this. <laughs> he came up to me. He's like, oh, yeah, I just had a, 
great conversation with a neighbor. I said, what? <laughs> what did you do? Dress like this? <laughs> that poor neighbor's probably like, dude was driving. Any sudden movement. Yeah. Back away slowly. Like, neighbor goes, well, I'm done with my job. I'm going to go inside now. Yeah, he said, well, I'm done watering the plants. I'm going to go inside. I was like, I, well, I guess I'm going to go inside too, bud. And if I can, for real, it was a good conversation. Some dude with face tattoos out there in a rich neighborhood. He had a Lexus and a fucking like expedition, like brand new cars. Hey, man. I don't know what this thing identifies (laughs) as, but I'm just going to water my plants and go. Yeah, he's like, he's like, well, I'm done. Dude, honestly. (laughs) What do you think he told his wife later that night? Yeah. Well, I made a character today. Dude, yeah. so like, this Airbnb had a fucking a pond that waterfalled into the the, the pool. It was right. beautiful, like, but it was all built up with the rocks. The walls were like 15 feet high. They were concrete walls, so like, oh, you know, no fucking scorpions get in or something. Who knows? And I go up to the different story. Yeah, I go up to the top of the. I'm I'm tripping balls again. Still, you know, same day. I go up to the corner, and you can see over the fucking 15-foot wall. It's like a four-lane highway now. Yeah, so (laughs) I look over, and it's quiet, and I'm just looking at the palm trees and shit, like, wow, this is beautiful, you know? I'm just tripping, having a good time. Some dude in, like, a fucking flex comes driving by, but he's two-handing a fucking sub. Right. Like, he's driving with his knees, you know, he's two-handed a sub. <laughs> and, like, I seen that he was, like, getting down eating. I was like, ah, what's up, dude? And just waved at him. And the motherfucker was like. <laughs> <laughs> like, was just looking at me like, this dude's 17 foot tall, bro. And <laughs> I just seen he was hey, getting he's, down. He's got a moo-moo on. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Was the moo-moo in full yeah. effect? But yeah. I tell him, I, t- I told everybody that if you see me in a moo-moo all tatted up walking through a fucking desert and I'm just fine having a good time, you're going to follow me. He put the moo-moo on, on in, at the airport. <laughs> Dude, I actually changed my clothes. My friend, my friend won't walk with me around with me in public with the moo on. And that's my goal now is to walk with him with the moo moo at, at, at the airport. Yeah, yep. I'm gonna buy a monk robe too. I think I look kind of monkish. Rental spot, but we got off the plane and then he tri- turned. He put his moo moo on <laughs> and came into the car rental fucking spot with his moo moo on. Everybody staring at it. They fucking hated it, bro. They hated it. <laughs> Love me. I mean, they're already going to look at me. I got face tattoos. Everybody, when I went to Crafts 2000, some girl stalked me. I thought she was going to, like, fucking arrest me when I left. Right. She was, I was like, this Mom, I, I was like, Mom, I'm just trying to get decorations for my plant pots and sell them, you know, because it's something nice. And, that's, and this lady's fucking stalking me. Mom's like, dude, you better leave the store. She probably, <laughs> She was uh, hawking me, bro. My mom was laughing and shit. I felt uncomfortable. Right. I was real uncomfortable. Well, you kind of got to expect that. <sighs> Why? Why? Because if she had talked to me for 10 sometimes minutes. Sometimes you forget you have toxic written on your face. <laughs> yeah, I got I got broken up by a drug dealer from that. <laughs> my weed guy broke up with me because of a toxic tattoo on my chin. So, <laughs> so did a girlfriend. Really? All in the same day. <laughs> Same, same, like three days. It was like a three day thing. What? Okay, I I gotta hear this. Well, well, dude, I you better put your seatbelt on. Okay, so so I got a I got the toxic because 
in my past life before I fucking died and, you know, had to recover from a 5% chance of survival, I, I feel different about life. You know, it's a different color. It feels good. I got the toxic on because I know I'm toxic and, you know, it's a reminder for me not to be toxic. That's it. And so I got it. Like He knows he was toxic. Yeah, I know I was. It's a reminder for me not to do it. So I got it, like, spur of the moment. I was like, wow, that's a good idea. And I was like, yo, bro, I'm coming over right now. You're going to tattoo my chin. And he was like, are you sure, bro? Like, because, you know, you already yeah. got fucking, yeah. you know, you know, t- tattoo artist doesn't approve of my face tattoos, but he still does them, you right. know? Well, I did it, and uh, my my weed guy wanted to smoke with me. I went over there and smoked with him, and, like, we smoked two or three joints, and we're just having a good time and then all of a sudden the motherfucker on the last joint was like bro why the fuck would you get a fucking tattoo on your chin like I don't know I was here for 45 minutes bro he's like he's like I have a reputation I I can't have my neighbors seeing you come in the fucking I've got a reputation yeah okay yeah uh, yeah, sir. I'm a high class. Yeah, and then and then salesman. I, we can't have your folk here. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I should have just asked questions. I, I didn't know I had to ask questions. Like, should I get a toxic tattoo on my chin? And my my girlfriend was like, uh, I don't. I'm trying to get away from the toxic. And I'm like, Am I toxic though? Like, am I even that bad? She said, No. But I'm just. It's a trigger word. Trigger. Uh, yeah. Here. I'll grow, I can't grow a beard to cover it up. I can't grow a beard on, on my chin to cover it up. So, I wanna, you know, it's stuck. <laughs> I'm toxic, I guess. I fucking, I got, dude, I was so mad. I was like, that's the only reason why I was like, I love this tattoo. What the fuck does everybody else hate it? I mean, out of out of both of those stories, I mean, okay, I guess the the girl I can deal with because she's got to look at him. Yeah. Like, right, the weed yeah. dealer, really? Yeah. yeah, like, come on, bro. What are you doing? You know? <laughs> Whatever. Like, I've got so many clients. I don't need you anymore. I live yeah. in a nice neighborhood, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the face tattoos weren't enough, now you go and do your chin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I already had six when I got this. This was my you, seventh. I don't need you walking around my house with face tattoos and a moo-moo. What the hell? <laughs> like the moo-moo. Okay, I could get that. He wants <laughs> he wore the mumu to a show one time. Uh, For Matt's and he house. walked from his truck to my house, and I looked out my window, and I was like, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> it was so funny watching him. <laughs> like, I wonder what my neighbors think. Oh yeah. What the what fuck the kind of characters this guy? No, you're, <laughs> you're like, sir. I have a reputation. You can't yeah. come here wearing your mumu. <laughs> I'd be so mad. But that's what uh, I, no uh, moo-moos here. Got a guy I work with, uh, he he does uh, he likes to do his little Friday night jams, right? And uh, I wanted to talk to him. You know, I haven't seen him since I crashed a motorcycle. So, but he's like, I want you to wear one of your fucking outfits because I have a gingerbread man onesie. You know, <laughs> I'm just out there. You know, yeah. I'm I'm a lost soul. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> it's, it's it's funny. Where's the water? Whatever makes you happy, dude. <coughs> yeah, it makes me happy. And so, you know, I was in the nursing home. I got my ball sponge bath by a dude your size. Oh. You know, and, and I was just sitting there like, hey, After man. That, he don't give a shit. Right. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I guess. I, what do you got to I'm say about me, dude? Yeah. I had my balls fucking sponge bath by a dude that looks like me. You know? <laughs> right. And, I, and he'd, have, he'd be cupping my balls and be like, 
hey, dude, got my balls right now. <laughs> you know? Because I was naked every time they did uh, wound change. Oh, yeah. I'd sit there and give them the spread. Dude, you want to hear a good story? I fucking, there was a new nurse on my floor. <laughs> oh, I don't even know this story. That's there was right. like, I can't. <laughs> Be a nurse with a person with toxic. No, I know you didn't. I didn't have it then, but yeah, I was in the I was in the hospital, and what I have is a towel over my junk. Right, I'm sitting there butt ass naked, you know, and 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 I have to keep my legs up. My burn wounds are on my legs, so I have to keep my legs up. So I'm like in this like fucking spread eagle position, kind of sort of like yeah, kind a little bit, you know, and then. I fucking was thirsty as a motherfucker after a shower, you know, and my dad went downstairs or he had to go home for something. So he just got me out of the shower and then I was like, oh, fuck, I need some water. So I dinged the button. This fucking poor little nurse walks in and she sees me looking like (laughs) I imagine my big ass just fucking butt naked with just a towel over my dick. Leg burnt up. And He's like over there like, would you fuck me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd fuck me hard. Yeah. That's what it was. She, wa- she walked in and I was Put like. Put the lotion on me. Uh, Put the lotion on its skin. <laughs> she walked in. I was like, I was like, yeah, come on, come on. I need two cups of water and, and you know, get my, get my cups of milk and my fucking Oreos because I'm fucking, I'm ready for a snack in well, bed. Bring me my Oreos. No, because <laughs> Cause it was time for it was time for my my snack. It was time for my snack, <laughs> but uh, it's snack time, <laughs> snack time. And then she brought back one of the other nurses. She she went up to him. She's like, I think uh, I think he needs you over there in room twenty. <laughs> and she come in there, and as soon as she opened the door, she started busting out laughing. And I was like, dude. She looked like she's seen a ghost. She looked, <laughs> Why, why'd you do that to the new girl? Yeah, no, she just she recalled called to my beep beep. You know, and yeah. my little light comes on. She comes in there. I'm like, come here, come on. <laughs> she's like, I don't what 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 goes on in here. <laughs> I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those, dude. Because like some of the nurses, like the new nurses, would be like, "Can I watch you get wound change?" And I was like, "You want you want to see the show?" <laughs> you want to see the fucking show, dude? Because, oh, dude, because I was For a my man. Next trick. Yeah, because I was a man of. Uh, I, I I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't do a lot. Jesus, so I when, was a man of. No, I was, I was a man of honor. Yeah, I was a man. No, I wasn't. I was, I was a man, man of, of dishonor, bro. Because because like man like no other man. Some of, some of my nurses were like you know smaller. And shit like that. They had to give me the tough nurses, the ones that would fight back. Because right. one time, sometimes it hurts, and I grab their arm, and they'd just be on me. Because I'm like, ah! You know, and I grab their arm, and it's fucking, and they're, they're slaying on me. Like, hey, oh, fuck, I don't know. What the, you know, so they got the tough ones. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how she ended up stuck yeah. in the drywall over yeah, there. But, yeah. <laughs> I, but it's like, uh, yeah. But it's like, the one was like. Dude, Trip hazard. Dude, she, the one was like, the one thing you're not going to do is grab my fucking hand when I'm trying to work. <laughs> and so I'd be like, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm trying with all my might. Yeah. But you the were, other you were, ones. You were having like the urge, like when you're at the Mexican restaurant, don't touch the plate. It's hot. Ah. Yeah, fuck with the, with the, yeah, but she, you know, and then they gave me the toughest nurses. So they fucking, they whipped me in the shape. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. 
I climbed the stairs there too. Let's see here. You had, you had tough nurses. You had tough physical therapists. Sounds like the doctor was a real pussy. <laughs> doctor like, sucks, dude. He, he was just like, "You're gonna be Andy." Uh, fucked, buddy. None of my. <laughs> None of the doctors really did anything. It was all the nurses that did it and the physical mm-hmm. therapists. I mean, the doctors are just super smart and know what the fuck to do, but all the doctors want to do is push drugs on me. Right. My fucking shoulder surgeon, Dr. Saad, he's a fucking great guy. He, If you're in there and you're honest with them, 100% honest with them, and you just tell them what the fuck is up, dude, he fixed my shoulder. I said, I'm not taking pain pills i'm not right. doing this i'm done i'm not doing this you know what well, i would go into my doctor's office and be like hey i like drugs don't give me them right i used to take these fucking things when i was younger don't give me them i'm gonna right. i'm gonna like them don't don't do it so that's what the, and like i tell my case manager i'm willing to die on my shield without taking fucking psych meds because they make me feel like a zombie right I don't want to be like, uh, you know, I'm already, I'm already stupid enough, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, I did fact check your, what was that, the Black Earth, or what did you yeah. say? Is that what it was? Yep. He was right. That's right. Wow. That's real. Anything. I was sitting here going, hmm. I'm, fact che- I, Jamie, fact checked you. You, you, yeah. you know, I just had to shut up and take it, though, because <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, it's a good story. That's yeah, real story. I'm going to have to check this later, so I'm glad anything, you told me. Anything about nature, anything about nature, I'm, I'm pretty good at. Yeah. Well, I mean, he really said it like, you yeah. know. Like, you, factual, I'm, and I'm yeah. going over here going, damn. It came from Amazon. Where did this come from, professor? <laughs> you know? yep. I had to check it. Yep. And it, was, it was like, oh, shit. I mean, that, that's like in court, even if I'm full of shit, I say it like I you know, really <laughs> yeah. know what I'm talking about. You yeah, know? Go, I mean, wow, no. that guy is really smart. <laughs> it's re- really, if I... <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Did this dude with 10 face tattoos tell me fucking something about that I didn't know? Yeah, yeah but that's... Usually if it has something to do with plants, he's... He plants, he's animals, right. anything like that. Because uh, I, I grew up watching Animal Planet. Okay. National Geographic yeah. and shit like that. Steve Irwin died. You, I died I, I a seen a, ta- a tattoo where, of Steve Irwin, and he was holding a shoe crock. That's a good one. That's a real I good laughed. one. I oh, thought, I thought okay. about you. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he wears Crocs too. Oh, do, oh, you're... I might get that. So Steve Irwin yeah. was holding the shoe, but it was a croc. Oh, crikey! Oh, crikey! Fucking look at this beauty! Yeah. <sighs> First person I thought of was you. That's awesome. That's something I, you would have. I, I loved uh, when South Park was like making fun of him. You know, mm-hmm. like I didn't see that. Oh yeah. my god, it, he'd be it's like, "Perfect that that bear over there." I'm going to stick my thumb right up its ass. You know, yeah. and then the bear's like, Aah! "Yeah, man, bear pig." Yeah, <laughs> was that the man bear pig? Oh no, yeah, because the man bear pig was uh, Big Gay Al. Yeah. No, the man <laughs> bear pig was a uh, uh, yeah Al Gore. Yeah. No, but Big Gal was like, oh, my God, it's the... Oh, my e- God, it's the man bear pig. It's the evil man bear pig. <laughs> yeah, El Gore, man bear pig. Yeah, that was, a, that was a good episode. The kids were trapped in the, the cave. I don't know. There's a couple episodes about it. Yeah. My favorite one was when they turned into the anime ninjas. Yeah, that, that was cool. <laughs> I like Imagination Land, too. Yeah, that was a good one. Imagine walks across the stage. His, his power is supposed to be invisibility. Right. But he's walking across the stage at the talent show. And he's, <laughs> he's creeping like this. And Cartman's fat. So all you see is this little ball sack. Right. <laughs> and he's just. <laughs> the whole city sees him, but he thinks he's invisible. 
It's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, I think that's the one where Butters, they dress Butters up as a dog and take him to the vet because they threw a ninja star in his eye on accident. (laughs) 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 So they take him to the vet. Oh, man. That's a good one. I've got to catch up with those because South Park's one of those things I won't watch for a couple years and then you Mm -hmm. get into it. But I just love it because they make fun of everybody. Everyone. No one's safe. Yeah. They say, fact check this too, they say that the reason they get away with a lot of shit is because it's such broken, like the animation isn't. 2D. Yeah, it's like oh. 2D animation. It's it's uh, yeah. So yeah, part part of it too is they're on really late too. So you get yeah. away a little bit more of that. But and I think if Comedy Central would have canceled them, they would die. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, but it it is hilarious. I mean, like, you know, it it doesn't matter if the you know you're Mormon, Jewish, Catholic, whatever. You know, they it don't just, matter they if just, you're Muhammad Ali or Joan Rivers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they fucking they make everybody. Make yeah. you and it is hilarious. Yep. That's Satan's gay. I love that part. <laughs> in a lot of, in a lot of, uh, I love that little twist just because it's like everything God hates, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, but that's. <laughs> and then they made Saddam Hussein. Yep, his boyfriend. <laughs> his boyfriend. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. It's so funny. Big, big, uh, yeah, but Satan's gay in almost everything. Because it's everything. I don't know about Gay, yeah, every, like, like in Lucifer, that show, he's, he you know, he sleeps with guys, too. Well, I think he's, that, I don't know, I've don't never know. watched the show. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I research cannot comment on that statement. Research it. Uh, yeah, but a lot of them, a lot of that is because of sin. Yeah. That's one of the sins. You, he's going to do everything that's, he's the rebellious kid. He does whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah. Not, not for, that's <laughs> fucking weird. That's, that's, uh, is that religion talk? <laughs> it's a TV show. Uh, yeah, it was more TV, but yeah, we're. <laughs> we're, we're getting close, so yeah, let's, yeah. We're let's riding that line. Yeah, let's ride the fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you notice everyone else got quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's your rank? What's your rank in Dying Conference? Um, you know, I I'm I'm just a member basically. Okay. You know, I I don't like to to get in all that because people people take things the wrong way sometimes right. i mean i don't have any problem i i just don't like to give out too much information about the club but uh no i mean it, it's it, it's always funny because people think it's different than it is yeah. you know i mean really it's you know uh love of motorcycles number one um and like you brotherhood. know number two brotherhood and like you know I can I can honestly say I had like in, in 2019 I, you know I had a bad situation in life, and if it wasn't for my club brothers, it would have been hard to get through. Like right. because you know I can only think of uh, there was like one or two people, and you know one person helped me out a little bit uh, with some stuff from you know the legal aspect. But you know I had club brothers going like, dude, I don't have much, but I'll cash in my 401k and give it to you. Right. You know, and you're like, damn, like yeah, you, people, you know, yeah. you just 
you just don't run into people. Just like having that. people like that, yeah, the heavy right. back like that. You know, yeah. and I'm glad I didn't have to do it, but you know, it's nice to know that there's right. people out there that. I guess I guess you know, we're a motorcycle back. club and our without uh, motorcycles. Yeah. Right. I, I made my own though. I made the mini bike mafia. I'm president of that, but it's but just that's, how our friend, that's just our a joke. Group works too. Right. One of us falls off, we help him. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's all, that's all we do. So yeah, but we're we're like a, a mob then, <laughs> but the mafia. Yeah, no that that always cracks me up. You know, I I, I actually had a, a former supervisor. He he tried to do that. He goes, well, well, you'll admit that you're a criminal organization, right? I'm like, the fuck we are. I'm like, if we're a criminal organization, we're doing shit wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, right. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that's where, not. Where's all this money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a brotherhood. That's a, yeah. that's just yeah, what exactly. It is. Like just... I'm, I'm thinking like I work a job. You know, pretty much everybody works a job because if you don't work a job, it's hard to own a motorcycle. Yeah, very like hard. That. Yeah. So. Crazy. I'm gonna try to make a trike because I can't ride a two wheel bike no more. With right. The, with the. Uh, I got stability of my knee. Yeah. You, so you gonna uh, make one or actually just uh, want to make uh, one a Frankenstein. Oh okay. Yeah, or, or or buy one. I got a, I got a eighty three uh, Cheyenne eighty three fifteen hundred. It's a single cab, short bed. Right. And it's uh, it's actually pristine condition. I'm gonna try to trade that for a trike if I get a cool deal on it. If I get money for it, then I'll just uh, try to make my own. Get a cheap bike that's right. wrecked or something. Put a yeah, that's what nice I was gonna say. They have like the kits and yep. stuff. You know, they got the. Frankenstein rear ends and shit like that. So, like, where it's just two, the tires are just there. It kind of, you know, I don't want an old man bike. The whole, the whole reason for me getting a fat bob was I, w- I don't want a fucking old bagger bike where I'm like a 60 year old man. I told my dad, and now I need a fucking trike. Yeah. Like a 60 year old <laughs> man. Like, you know? I don't want a bagger, but give yep. me this trike. Yep. And now I've got a trunk instead of saddlebags. At least make my, at least make my trike look a little bit, you know. No, there's, there, I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. You ever ridden one? Nope. I, I did. Uh, Wide turns. I, I did one time in uh, Florida, and a uh, guy let me borrow it. And uh, it's actually not that bad. It takes a while to get used to the fact you don't have to put your feet down <laughs> when you stop, you know, because right. it's just something you kind of do naturally. But uh, the other, the thing is, though, you have to keep in mind you got that wide rear end so like you know the the best advice the guy gave me is he goes when you go to the gas station go wide of the pumps because you're so used to being able to pull up right next to the pump that you damn i forgot about that but yeah steering's a little different because you know you're not really doing it with your body and you're not counter steering you're you know basically turning it so that that's a little different I liked uh, I, my my fat bob had that fat front tire. I liked yeah. that because it was very very good at handling. That's why I'll yeah. probably try to get a fat tire, something for the front end, so I'm not right. Get a little bit better traction and shit like that. Because that little that little fat bob, I could drive it down a dirt road like it was nothing. God, I hate dirt roads, man. Well, <laughs> at least the ones in Michigan. You know, yep. it always seems like as soon as you turn on it, you're like, oh, they just decided to throw down new rock today yeah you know yep. <laughs> it's not like the shit's packed down so yep. you're like yep. Uh. yep i hate that shit dude but but that's just you know like michigan you know i i, I wish our governor would 
actually fix the damn roads like she always bitched about right. instead of worrying how many people I have over at my house for Thanksgiving. But uh, it, it my, my favorite story of coming into Michigan is uh, I was having problems with my radio on my Ultra Limited. And I was like, okay, there's something with the electrical, you know, I'll get it fixed. And um, I was coming from Kentucky, and I just started to see the Michigan line. You know, I'm on 75 North, and I see the sign that says Pure Michigan. And as soon as I read Pure Michigan, I hit the biggest pothole, <laughs> and, like, half my electrical on the bike goes out, but at least the fuel pump was still working. So I'm like, I need to get home. But pure yeah, Michigan sure is. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, I just love that. It was like pure Michigan. Bam! I was like, Fuck. pure Michigan. Here's a dented rim. <laughs> welcome, Expect this. Welcome home, road. buddy. Your fuck your bike up real quick. It's crazy how different the road is from Michigan to Ohio. Just oh yeah, right, right there. It's just like great road. Oh my, yeah, my dad's it. bike melted on the way back from. Uh, Tennessee one time. Huh? The, all the electrical melted. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought you were talking about the, the bike itself. Bike, I'm damn. like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to hear this one. Yeah, I was like going, whoa. That's, no, yeah. the electrical? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I need a second seatbelt, huh? Yeah. God, dude, I'm kind of strapped in right now. Yeah. Better get me some sh- shoulder straps. What, what, what got you started into the, besides the... Yeah, what 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 got you wanted to to go to like the military? What got you wanted to do all this? Uh, okay, so interesting story. Like I never, you know, literally never wanted to go to college or uh, be an attorney or anything like that. That was never like my my goal growing up. So my my one girl my my one goal. I always tell people like the one job I really wanted to do was be a professional wrestler. I used okay. to used to be like a big dude, and I was like, at the time, you know, I was looking at going to different schools in Canada, all that other stuff. Well, I ended up, uh, you know, my my girlfriend got pregnant with my son, uh, so I was like, okay, you know, fine. I I just want to work like you know a factory job. You know, I'd love to work for the big three or something right. like that. Well, eighty eight, eighty nine, there were like no jobs out there. Okay. You know, and it's like I applied everywhere, you know, like, you know, and, and I was like at the time working in high school, I was working as like a security guard and stuff. So I did that for like, you know, like 50 hours a week or something. So I'm like, okay, I'd rather get like a factory job. No place was hiring. And I'm like, damn, you know, I got a family coming. I need benefits. I need to do that. So ended up going in the military. Um, and I guess I, I guess I picked... MP, uh, my, my dad was a cop when I grew up, you know, and, um, you know, I thought, oh, okay, this is, this is what I want to do. And, um, man, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I got burned out on it, uh, real quick, you know, um, law enforcement's a tough job. I would say it's even tougher right now. Right. Oh yeah. Like, you know, I know guys that have, you know, just waiting for retirement because they're like it's so horrible right now um but you know it's every experience is a negative one you rarely have like a good thing because i mean like quite frankly if you show up most people don't want you there yeah you're (laughs) right it's like uh (laughs) oh shit the cops are here right you know so i mean basically you're you know you're generally dealing with people on their worst day you know and so like 
you know, the, probably the best advice my dad ever gave me. And, and, and I, I try to do that. And I, th- I think that's a, a part that is kind of wrong with the way our society is now is, you know, treat people, you know, it's, it, it's simple. It's the golden rule. I always tell people, yeah. I know it sounds dumb, but treat people the way you'd want to be treated. Yeah. So yeah, try to treat someone with as much respect as you can when you have to haul them off, you know, right. you know, there's yeah. no reason you got to be a dick about it. My dad always told me go into a situation, be a nice guy. If you can't be a nice guy, you can always be a dick, but you can never be a dick and then be the nice guy. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's absolutely true. You know, so you go into a situation, you try to talk to a person like a person. Well, yeah, like one-on-one, you know, right. talk to me. But, you know, um, now ooh, I'm, I'm going way off on a tangent here. But anyhow, <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and, and so like when I say that, that's a problem with, you know, like our society. Like to give you an example, my dad was a cop during uh, – really bad racial time, 60s, early 70s, you know, with the riots and yeah. all that other stuff. And, um, you know, what what he would do is if he had to go and uh, arrest somebody and happened to be a neighborhood that was primarily African-American, he'd knock on the door, go in the house, and he'd tell the guy, hey, you know, you got to come with me. And he goes, I understand that, you know, you got all your friends out here and you got to look big. He goes, you can motherfuck me all you want to. Get in the car, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And the guy would be like, you know, put on a show, get in the car, and he'd be like, thanks, man. Yeah. You know, so my dad was like, you know, right. hell, I'm willing to put my ego aside instead of fighting this guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, try to do that. But I, I, I think a lot of problems we have today is people don't treat others with respect. Yeah. Um, I always call it the keyboard warrior generation, yep. you know, because everyone feels free to say whatever they want to on a keyboard. Will they say it to your face? Yeah, the, the, that's what it is. Yeah. Everybody, you can get, that, that's what the internet is, is just people can right. hate you now. You yeah, know? And, I, and I mean, you know, to me, it's all about that because, you know, here, I really don't know you guys except from your show. Yeah, from what, yeah. Right. You know, I don't know you guys, but we are sitting down having conversation about multiple things. Yeah. Um, because we're treating each other with respect. Yeah, you know, that's I, what I it have is. no reason not to. You haven't disrespected me. Yeah. And I, I think that's the problem is people need to get back to that, and I don't know how to do that. It just seems so ingrained, like, I can say whatever I want online, Yeah. but I won't, you know. Say it right yeah, now. It's yeah. like that detachment. People get a lot of balls when they're online, you know. That's why. I, that's why I just want to spread love. Like, I, right. as long as the people around me, they're all happy, you know. So I mean, people can hate me; it's okay. But people around me that I like to be around, right? They're all happy, and we're we're all good, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not. I just, I just be happy and spread my positivity as far as I can get it. That's it. That's all right. I do. Yeah, like uh, it, it. It's it's kind of weird. Like you know, I'll with all this COVID, I try to get out more. You know, because it's yeah. easy to isolate. Yep. And then you get out and you're like, man, I just realized I don't like being in big crowds of people. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's how I always am. You know, this unless sounded like a, a really good idea, but. Uh, not anymore, yeah. <laughs> unless it's like a ICP concert or something. I love people. I don't yeah. really want to be in a crowd. The whole yeah. reason why I'm, I'm still alive is because of human interaction. Yep. That's yeah. the, that's the, I'm, I, I, at night I can't sleep. 
I, I, it's me and myself. It's mm-hmm. me thinking to myself, you know. So, like, the, the reason that keeps me going is I know that when the sun comes up, people are going to be up, and I can talk to them, people, you know. Right, so right. I can go fucking not think about my fucking problems that I have, and I can go worry about what the fuck we're doing today, you know. Right. So that's why I like the sunlight. That And every time it gets dark, it gets a little bit weird. You know, winter is fucking weird for me because yeah, it's dark I, at 530 I, I, and I, shit. I do with that stuff. Like, I, I, it's been recommended. I try one of those lights and all that. You know, I picked up the vitamin D the other day to start yep. doing that because winter I get really, like, depressed. Yep. You know, you you know, you get that hole. It's dark. and Yeah, the, the cabin fever type shit. Yeah, yep. that really does work. Or that really does happen. Yep, yeah. Seasonal depression. Yep. But uh, you know, I stay I stay up. I stay up and try to reach out to as much people as I can, you know. That's why I that like my dad asked me why why I can't move by myself. Uh, dude, I know that you guys are here. Like even if you're at work, you're gonna be here, like no matter what. Right. You know, so I'm just trying to fucking I'm just trying to survive that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Because he wants me to, you know, every dad wants me to fucking fly the coop. I'm fucking 27 years old. But I told him, I was like, dude, I'm like a 15-year-old now. I need I need you. Like, I, right, can't, right. I can't even sleep in a bed by myself. So I sleep in his fucking living room. Like, he's got a 15-year-old kid that won't listen to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, he hates it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was going to say, ooh, lucky dad. Yeah, lucky, what a lucky dad, you know? But, uh... He honestly, he was a tough, he was a hard, a hard loving dad. But mm-hmm. ever since the accident, he's he's realizing there's some shit that's wrong. He he's trying his best, you know. Sometimes you like pull your head out of your ass, right. but sometimes I need that. Right. Some other times right. it's like when I start breaking down and freaking the fuck out. He's like, "Oh shit, I love <laughs> you, son. I I fucking love you, you know." Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just like because one day he he come home and I had I had a tiff I had some shit I had to get off my chest. He's like being a fucking hard ass. Oh, you want a hug? I was like, yeah, I want a hug, and I fucking forced it. I I gave him the biggest hug I ever gave him as in my adult life. You know, I was right. like, thanks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he, he you know at first he was like, what the fuck was that? Because I took the hug, and then right. he, he hugged me back, and now I'm like, you know. Yeah, you asked me to do that. I want it, right. motherfucker. You know, <laughs> hug me, fucker. Yeah, yeah, hug me, dad, please. <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's what it is. You know, it's a little bit. I I think I'm. I don't know. I need somebody. I guess you know. I need to feel safe. I don't know. I can't move in with him because I'm just scared. We we had a sleepover planned. I just went it, home. it didn't work out. Yep, I went home. You, you had to call mom and yep. dad come pick you up. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sleep over no more, dad. Oh, you're one of those kids. Yeah. What I, I, I better be careful with my next words. I better not say, you know, do you need a hug? I'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my rib. Yeah. What, I, what I did is, what I did is I told them I had to hang out with somebody, but I wasn't even planning on hanging out with them because on the way home, I was like, I'm not hanging out with you. I'm going home, going to bed. Right. I just that was my excuse to get out of his house and my excuse to get away from the other person I was about to hang out with, you know, going home, going to bed. Fuck it. I don't know. I just I need my daddy. <laughs> that's that's right. that's weird, but it's it's what it's it's the truth. So right. fucking live with it. <laughs> <laughs> live with it. <laughs> that was great. It's the truth. So live with it. So fucking that's what you know, that's tell what I tell my dad. dad. I, I do. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> 
What do you want me to do, dude? <laughs> fucking, I can't even sleep in my own fucking bed, dude. I tell people in my morning cups of tea to make their bed, dude. My fucking clean clothes are on my bed because I don't go down there. I'm a fucking mess right now. <laughs> yeah, like, make your bed. Mine's been made for the past three yeah. months. Well, yeah. it's a, well uh, I'm going to judge you now. Uh, yeah, it's 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 every August. It's every August I get fucking bad mental health because that's another year. Like mm-hmm. that accident happened in August. You know, this August was the worst. I I didn't sleep for eleven days. Ooh, fucking, uh, dude. And I brought this to the table. You know, no, I I actually what happened was I made a business with my mom. We make like little decorative pots. Yeah. And, you know, sell little plants. She has a ton of fucking plants at her house. She's like poison ivy in real life. Yeah, I heard you, you know? talking about, like, every plant's the best plant. Yeah. You're a good son, so. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I was just like, all right. Yeah, and then uh, I made that with her, so I had something that uh, had me busy and had me not thinking about what was going on, and then we thought of this, and... Fucking put all my money into it, and fucking now I got something to do. I got to wake up and be somewhere. I got to do right. something, you know? And that's how I got out. But I, other than that, I had 11 days. Dude, my chub rub was so bad from walking straight. You don't know how much, how bad it hurts until you sit down and you actually feel the chub rub. Right. I had 11-day chub rub, dude. <sighs> Blisters. Ow. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was bad. And then I, I fucking finally went to sleep. And after I, day one, I'm getting some cream. Oh no! Throwing some desitin on there. I didn't feel it. Desitin. I didn't sit down. <laughs> Get my gold bond. Yeah. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. I just knew I needed to walk, and I just kept moving, just walking around the fucking neighborhood at like four in the morning. You know, fucking looking like a creep. You're looking like the Walking Dead. And yeah. Probably by the fourth day. If oh. I seen you walking the street at night, I would think you were up to no good. I had plans. I had plans to go to the mental hospital and everything, because it was getting bad. I was like, "Yeah, dude, give me all those fucking seroquels and what what not you give these fucking people. Throw me in a room and let me sleep, you know." But then I found a fucking way out, and and because if if I'm doing drugs, put me in a home because I'm, I don't want to be outside. Put me right. in a fucking a mental institution if I'm doing drugs. Mm-hmm. But if not, then I'll I'll stay here. Till I fucking wig out and end up being there, so. Die of chub rub. Mm-hmm. Yep. Die of chub rub. <laughs> chub rub down to the bone. <laughs> chub rub infection. Chub, no, it, it it cleared up pretty fast, but it fucking, it was, it was nasty. It hurt. When I sat down and woke up, I, I finally that's, went to sleep that's after. That's the worst part of Cedar Point. Ch- the chub rub afterward. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> Always walking like a fucking crippled dude, like you do now, you know? Nope. So I never get chub rub. No, I do. I do. It's <laughs> <laughs> so not chub rub. My it's chub rubs all the time. Right. <laughs> you ever get a pain halo? Panhandle? What the No, pain, pain halo. Pain You know what that halo. is? No. It's a fucking little red ring around your butthole. Oh. Just your butthole hurts or something. Yeah, pain that's halo. Not wiping. Yeah, I had, I had a pain halo up north because we had some shitty toilet paper. That's called a diaper rash. <laughs> diaper rash, pain halo. That's yeah. what, what desitin's for. That's that 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 does not sound good. That uh, does a little pain halo. 
Yeah. Ah, my butthole I mean, hurts. I've had, God, I, I mean, that would hurt. I mean, that was like, uh, yeah, you ever had prickly heat? So, okay, so it's like where your, you know, your, where your sweat comes out and all that gets clogged with dirt. It, it's, it usually happens in the army in hot environments, gets clogged with dirt, and then your sweat has to fight to get out of it. So it just feels like needles going all up and down your back as soon as heat gets on there. So, ooh, yeah, that. I heard of that. What was the other one that I, I would never recommend to anybody? Oh, uh, <laughs> when I was a bailiff, uh, the sheriff didn't tell anyone that there was a uh, scabby epidemic in the jail. And so, you know, that transfers from, like, hand touching, you yep. know, like handing someone a pen, you know, grabbing someone, something like that. Oh, my God, man. It was, like, me and a few probation officers from going to the jail got yep. it. And, like, the problem is you don't realize what it is when it happens. It usually happens at night, and it hits you, like, in, like, the groin, the armpits, you know, like, your warm areas. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? Because you're a clean person. Yep. And during the day. Where'd this come from? Yeah, what during the, the day it goes, and then it happens. And you go to the doctor, and they're like, okay, just put this cream on. You're like, what the fuck? But uh, that shit's horrible. And then so, of course, every time, like, for about 10 years after that, that I even had an itch, you know, you're like, oh, my God, Spud. Give me the cream. <laughs> Give me cream. I've had, I've had scabies from jail, and I've had uh, bed bugs. Oh. Those. had to deal with either of those. Things. Yeah, bed, bed bugs. Uh, I, I've only had to deal with it, like, um, uh, one time I got appointed uh, as a court receiver for a – apartment and this guy and got you know used furniture that's like the worst don't go to like a church right you know used furniture yeah. sale so you brought bed bugs in there and that costs a ton to have yeah. done and then there has to be a follow-up and, and all that other stuff but it's amazing like they can just if you don't take care of it like right away yeah, it, it'll out. like go through the whole building and beyond you know it's they're Ooh. they're nasty yeah they're gross they're like roaches they're worse because you can't see them until you're infested and you see them you're like what the fuck is that that's gross we, we yeah we, we were little bugs like that creep me out <laughs> <laughs> Especially the ones no, that not eat you. Scared of much, but yeah, the ones feeding off you that yeah. Yeah, it scares you. I can't understand why. Scabies like a fucking a bug in your skin, bro. Yeah, that's weird. That's even weirder. Yeah, it's gross. I got that. I went to jail. That's why I won't go to jail. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. That's why I follow the law. That's the one reason I don't go to jail. Ben. No scabies. You'll never. I'll never need you because I'll never go to jail. Nope. I don't need a defense attorney. I won't do it because I'm not going to do nothing illegal. Yeah, that, that'll be, you know, I can just see the public service commercials. Don't go to jail. They're scabies. Yeah, don't go to jail. You want your balls to itch at night? You like scabies, then go to jail. You want to stay up all night scratching your fucking nuts? Don't go to jail. Ne never mind the 500 other things that suck about jail. Let's talk about scabies. Scabies, yeah. number one winner. Dude, you know what? I didn't like that. I had, there was these, okay, everybody's fucking... Uh, detoxing off of fucking whatever drug they were right. doing. And then some dude's detoxing right in front of me in his own puke. Mm -hmm. And I had to shit so bad. And I'm not a fucking, 
I'm not a uh, smell good shitter, you know. And this dude woke <laughs> up, bro. <laughs> dude, I had some flames, dude, because I was drinking. <laughs> but this dude woke up because he was laying in the drunk tank right next to the fucking shitter. He woke up to my fucking dick and balls and the smell of a fucking of a dying whatever the fuck was eating. What's up, dude? And he moved and everything. And there was, yep. <laughs> What's up? I'm making up to that. What's I up? I that guy was like, God. And I thought I had to worry about scabies. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about this. That's the time I got scabies, motherfuckers. Oh, God. He probably gave it to me. Yep. Yeah. I, I, uh, like when I used to work for the, the judge before I became an attorney, I used to be like a part time magistrate, too. So on the weekends, we'd go in and do like, arraignments you know so people could post bond and all that and uh i walk in there one time and it was so packed full you know just the whole intake area and it's always like you'd go there after there's food and it just smelled horrible and then they were like literally packed it looked like uh like the uh amistad slave ship you know head to foot they were packed like that and one guy the only spot left was to wrap around the toilet. And I remember I could see this guy pissing in the toilet over the dude. And I, I told him, I said, I'm not, I'm not coming to the jail anymore. You can call me to do search warrants in the middle of the night. (laughs) Cause I was like, Oh my God. It was just like, it was disgusting. Yeah. It's dude. They pack motherfuckers. If if you go on a weekend, Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to be 40 people in that motherfucker. Yeah. You don't sleep next to each other. Cause you're not getting classified out. I'm big. I can just lay down, motherfucker. You're gonna move. You don't want a fucking three hundred pound dude on your chest. We're <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the toilet. Yeah. No, you don't want me shitting yeah, on the toilet like, either. Do you feel not so fresh? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> he was laying in his own filth and shit. Oh, oh man, he was laying in some puke and so shit. He was laying in puke, but you are what made him move. Yeah. Wow. That's a pretty ripe shit then. Huh? <laughs> I drank the night before. It was it was some hot diarrhea. You know that hot diarrhea. He's over there rooster tailing like Miss Budweiser down yep. the Detroit he River. Painting that steel that toilet. Painting that steel toilet fucking whatever color I want to, bitch. <laughs> got scabies and a paint halo. Yep. No, I didn't get a paint. Uh, no, I probably got a paint halo. I probably got a paint halo then. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna have to look pain handle up. Pain, pain halo. Pain halo. Yeah, halo. It's I kind of made it up. Me and my cousin made it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably because we didn't wipe too They're good. Like, oh, you know what? You ever heard of a pain halo? And I was like, they explained what it was. I was like, yeah, dude. That's because you don't wipe your asshole. Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but you probably have a funky ass. Every time my butthole itched, I went and fucking used a wipe, and it yeah. cured that. But I only get. <laughs> I only, I only get pain halos when I'm camping. What are you using to wipe with? <laughs> Sticks Poison and leaves. Oak. No, I'm just kidding, dude. Poison ivy. Dude, I have a, I have a fucking. We went mushroom hunting or no frog hunting. Me, my cousin, my brother, and uh, Josh. Uh, so it'd have been not him, but uh, my people I grew up with. We were up north. We went frog hunting, catching good frogs, and I like started. Look, you know, cry a little bit because I had to shit super bad and we didn't have no toilet paper. 
<laughs> so I seen the tree, and my brother was just like, dude, I was young. I was like 13. And yeah, so I was old, but you know, I, I still cried, whatever. And <laughs> Deal with it. And Deal I sat on this, and I, <laughs> and I sat on this log that was like next to a tree, and I'd hold it onto the tree, and I was shitting over it. It was a lot of shit, too. I had to shit really bad. And <laughs> the only thing I had was leaves to wipe with. And little did I know that the tree that I, the leaves were, they were poison ivy leaves. And, bro, I, I, listen, bro, I used, I used the tree to wipe my ass. I, I wiped my ass down the tree. I had put, I, I, dude, for real, for real, ass dug. Ask Doug. Ask Doug. I swear to God. And and I used poison ivy. I had poison ivy on my balls, on my dick, on my asshole, on my whole entire crack. Everything down there was all poison ivy. I didn't go to school because it was so bad. Ah, It was terrible, dude. Don't ever get poison ivy on your junk. I've rolled in it wearing a swimsuit and never got it. Put your butthole on it. Maybe now in my age, you know, my immune system's not so fucking... You know, I've heard you can develop allergies at a later age. Maybe I won't test this theory. I've I've seen it on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, I I felt bad one time. My my sister, uh, you know, used to do a ton of gardening. She's like a master gardener and all that, and she was helping me. I had this yard that just got overgrown, so my uh, parents and her helped me out. And I I remember I got... uh, I was wearing like tank top and shorts. And I remember I had just a slight spot of poison ivy on my calf, nothing bad, but it, it spread a little bit because I itched it before I realized what it was. My poor sister, man, she was like covered head to toe in like blisters. It looked like blister age. Yeah, so I, people... I, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, some people are susceptible to that shit. My sister, yeah. when she was young, would get monster mosquito bites, dude. Mm-hmm. My little brother, he was probably three years old. He got bit on the ear by a mosquito. Swelled up like Yoda. Looked just pointed and everything. Damn. Just like Yoda. Yeah, that shit ever, like... Does that happen every time he's allergic gets... to mosquitoes? Is oh, we God. Out. Well, that's lovely in this yeah, area. They, they moved to Florida. Oh, <laughs> is there no mosquitoes there? It's muggy down there, too. I have no idea, but that's where they're at now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I, I would think, I don't know. I have no idea. I can't attest to that, sir. Yeah, fuck, dude. You got uh, uh, anything to plug in? You're uh, plugging plug your, your, your social my, my stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I wrote down the list so I didn't forget oh, it. Oh, yeah, bro. Yes. Did you just pull that? Where'd you pull that out of? Hey, man. It, you know, it was, you didn't know you had an illusionist on your show, too. <laughs> dude, this dude just pulled a fucking whole paper out of his crotch. <laughs> well, since well, you asked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, probably the best uh, spot. My website, uh, uh, if you're in trouble, get Rhino, www.getryno.com. YouTube, uh, Rhino Law PLLC, uh, need to start doing some more shows. It's been pretty busy. I don't don't know how you guys do this on a regular. Oh, yeah. uh, Editing and setting up equipment and stuff, so pain in the rear. But uh, Facebook, either Rhino Law or Rhino Law PLLC. And then uh, Instagram, Rhino, R-Y-N-O underscore law.
Oh yeah, so that's how you can reach them. This is that's it for uh, episode thirty-one of Pillar Talk. Thank you for coming in. It was nice meeting you. Thank you. I had a great time. Oh yeah. Uh, I love every single one of you. Have a fucking wonderful day.